Pretty Dece, Pretty Dece, here we go. Facebook.com slash Pretty Show. It's time to geek out with Josh, your host. What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. Welcome to Pretty Dece, the short show about movies, comics, games, and all the pop culture in between. Today, Apple announced a trio of services, three subscription services. The first was the long-rumored Apple TV Plus, their their streaming video and movie service. We basically knew that was coming. That really wasn't much of a surprise. They also announced Apple News Plus, a magazine subscription app, which lets you subscribe to magazines, and it delivers you articles and and entire magazines of news based on your interests. Again, that was something that had been rumored, uh, but now we actually have confirmation that it is existing and is currently kind of out there in the world. The third service, however, is the one that I want to focus on today. It's the one that interested me the most. And that's, it's also the one we know kind of the, the least about at this point. And it's Apple Arcade, and that is their video game subscription service. Uh, so we really know much about this going into this announcement, and we got some details here. Basically, Apple described this as a curated collection of the best games to experience on mobile, desktop, and in the living room. It's launching this fall, and there's no price announced so far for this subscription, but it'll feature over 100 new and exclusive games, so not sure what percentage of those are exclusive to this subscription and to this platform, uh, hopefully enough to entice people in to actually subscribe. If it's, if it's just a bunch of games that I can play elsewhere, then that's not really uh, that much of a reason for me to subscribe to this service. It will let you play games on Apple TV, iPhone, iPad, and your Mac, so no PC included here. And you're not streaming these games, you're playing them offline, you're actually downloading the app to your various devices, and playing them as you would, you know, your normal iPhone app, your normal iPad app, so it's exactly the same there. It's just included with this subscription, and if you are included in a family sharing plan, it's it's included along with that, so you can share these games and, and one subscription, with your entire family. Now, the important part, let's get to the games. They they talked about a handful of games on the service, and they all seem really cool. The first was Beyond a Steel Sky, which is the 3D sequel to the classic adventure game Beneath a Steel Sky, um, which has been released on various platforms uh, kind of throughout the years, but, but we haven't seen a follow-up to it. And this is a fully realized, fully 3D, awesome-looking sequel to that game, I'm very excited about the prospect that that's happening. The next game was Where Cards Fall. It's kind of a a narrative-driven coming-of-age story, and it looks really, really interesting. They they talk about that there's no shooting, there's no guns, there's no killing. It's it's just them, them telling a story. And they, 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 they make a point to say that a game like this simply wouldn't exist. It wouldn't be put in front of you if not for a service like Apple Arcade. The next game is called Fantasian. And it was maybe the most out there game of the ones they showed. It is being built, 
literally built because they, they are making real dioramas. So actually building things in the real world. They're photographing these things that they are building and then inserting 3D characters to run around on those dioramas. So they're actually building these sets and that's that's the, the form that this game is taking. Super inventive. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, so that'll be interesting just to see, you know, it, it's not even not even accounting for how the gameplay ends up. Just the fact that you can see this, this character running around in this real world, I think is going to be worth it to check that out. The next game is called Lifelike, and it focuses around swarm behavior. So if you've ever seen, uh, you know, birds in the sky moving together or schools of fish, how they can kind of all turn and move kind of on a dime at the exact same moment, that's what this game seems to revolve around and kind of order out of chaos. And it seems very esoteric. It seems uh, kind of very, very pulled out and very abstract. And it seems super fun and, and potentially very, relaxing and maybe hypnotic and the last game that they featured was called Overland and I think this is the one that I'm most excited about it was described in the video as a post-apocalyptic road trip strategy game Basically, it looks like you're in a van, you're driving on this road, and random encounters, random things happen to you, and you have to survive. You have to deal with all the different boards that get presented to you because they're kind of presenting chunks of the road to you at a time. We don't know much about the game, but the graphics for it were were really gorgeous. It was this awesome kind of mix of like sort of cartoons, sort of like almost a, a board game look to it. It was very unique looking, and I'm very excited to find out what exactly that game is about. Now, those are the games themselves. There, there are a ton of ways that this subscription service as a whole could be awful, right? It is yet another subscription service that you have to pay for to be able to take part in. We already, I'm sure all of us have uh, way too many of those with your Netflixes and your Hulus and your Spotify and, and what have you. So this is yet one more of those things for games, and, and, and those things really do start to add up. And of course, it could be a subscription that you end up paying for, and you just don't care about the games that they put on. This is a, a curated collection of games, and maybe you hate all the games that they have curated for you. But in a more optimistic sense, let's talk about the best case scenario for the service. I, I, I think that this could maybe be the fix to the App Store that we've been needing for years. When the App Store and iOS first launched, it had, of course, a much lower number of people using the uh, the App Store, of, of, of members downloading apps. And the top charts inside the App Store were filled with these unique, interesting, thoughtful game experiences. Stuff that 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 you know were worth talking about were worth playing were worth experiencing and they were right up there with the stuff that was happening on consoles at the time in terms of of artistic quality now as people's willingness to pay for apps has diminished but the users on the service have grown those same top charts if you look at them today are filled basically solely with free-to-play cash grabs, uh, things that you have to throw a bunch of money into or that just aren't inspired at all. They are the um, 18th copy of Clash of Clans, and it's just not something that I really care to dive into. 
Back in the day, I used to look at these top charts basically every single day to see what new and interesting games were out there, and now I almost never look at these top charts because it's not useful. Apple's tried to fix this with adding an editorial team to the App Store, so if you've opened the App Store recently, it's that first page you see where they write news stories, and they try to kind of highlight interesting games and apps and have them float to the top. But now, with Apple Arcade, they can present you this hand-selected, curated list of the best experiences that Apple's money can buy, ideally. I, I expect these games that they give you in Apple Arcade to not be sullied by in-app purchases or marred with ads like so many of the top games on iOS are today. Ideally, these games that they give you are premium experiences that you don't have to dump more money into and that don't feel like they're designed solely to rip extra money out of your Apple wallet. Uh, because for me, that's not a relaxing game experience. That's not something that I can I can sort of turn my brain off for and just enjoy because I'm constantly thinking about the fact that, well, maybe I should be spending money on this game. Well, if I like it, I guess I should put some money into it. Maybe I'm not getting the full experience if I don't put any money into this game. So I like the idea that I can pay my money up front, walk into the arcade, and then play anything without it begging me for cash down the road. I really, really hope if Apple is smart, that's what they'll be doing, and those are the kind of experiences they'll be presenting with this arcade. And at least with some of the games they've announced so far, these seem like like they really truly are, you know, singular, coherent visions, um, games that you'd really find just at the top of the heap from any other platform. So some of the best games from the, the history of like Xbox Live Arcade, for example, um, just really kind of top notch downloadable games you might find on Xbox or on Steam or on the PlayStation. So. With that in mind, with the idea that, that the App Store and the game front of the App Store has kind of been broken for so long, I, I'm cautiously optimistic that this might fix it, that, that this might uh, get me excited about games on the App Store. Again, it, it might help float some of these awesome experiences that have continued to exist on the App Store. It might, might help float some of them to the top and, and get them in front of more people and get more people playing some of these awesome games that that it seems like they're bringing to this service. So I'm definitely sold on this idea of curated experiences, but ultimately the cost is going to be the deciding factor for me. It's, it's certainly not going to be worth it if they come out and say this thing's 30 bucks a month, play all these games. But if it comes in around 10 bucks a month, I think that that's potentially reasonable. So Leading up to the fall launch of Apple Arcade, I'm sure we'll get more information and finally get a, a determination on the price, but at least right now, I'm pretty optimistic about what they've shown. So that's going to do it for Pretty Dece for today. Thank you very much for joining me to talk about Apple Arcade. Uh, it's something that I th I'm cautiously optimistic about, as I've said, and if you're also cautiously optimistic about it, or if you hate the idea... I'd love to hear from you. I think this is uh, something that's, that's very open for discussion. If you want to check out all the past episodes of Pretty Dece, visit prettydeceshow.com to find all of those. Of course, check out the YouTube channel. That's at youtube.com slash prettydeece. 
I got back from C2E2, that was this past weekend. I'll be doing an episode here on the podcast about my C2E2 experience, and also at some point I will be I will be putting up a vlog about C2E2 as well, so make sure you watch the YouTube channel for that. And of course, as I said, let me know what you think about this Apple Arcade service. Let's discuss it. There's a lot to break down. You can talk to me on a multitude of social media platforms. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Pretty Dece Show.